throwing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hi, I'm Kayla. And hi, I'm Layla. And this is the Dot Degrassi Rewatch Podcast. Layla, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. So today is, uh, what's today? August the something something august monday august 26th and um in a couple weeks layla my little sister here is going to be in what grade i'm going to be a sophomore in high school a sophomore in high school now myself um kayla let's back up a little bit because i know that our names are very similar so again at the top I'm Kayla, and my little sister, her name is... Layla. Layla. And her name is spelled with an I, my name is spelled with a K. Essentially, she stole my first name, but, um, yeah, I'll never forgive my mom for for naming her that. We're 12 years apart, so how this is going to go is I'm reliving my obsession of Degrassi, or with Degrassi, excuse me, and my sister, who knows of the show because of Drake, um, has never watched it before. So what we're going to do is watch it together and break down the episode. Um, also, I had the privilege of like working with Andrea Lewis, who plays Hazel on Degrassi, um, a couple years ago in her web series called Black Actress. So we may reach out to a couple of the cast members of the show and try to get their inputs on some of the episodes as we're reviewing them. And um, largely, we're just going to have fun. I get to see my little sister fall in love and get into the drama that is Degrassi. Um, I'll tell some, you know, anecdotes about how much trouble the show has gotten me in in my past years. And, um... Yeah, we'll just have some fun. So, we are going to be reviewing the first and second episode of Degrassi, The Next Generation. And the title of the episode is Mother and Child Reunion, Part 1 and 2. Now, Layla, do you have any idea why they chose that title? I think they chose that title because during the episode... Emma and her mother really didn't really have a connection, I guess. She kind of kept everything from her and kept the whole idea of Jordan from her. But towards the second episode, they kind of came together and just had a strong conversation about what was going on. That's a good analysis. Um, So I asked that question because just a little bit of trivia for you in terms of Degrassi episode titles. Every episode title is actually a title to an 80s song. So there is an 80s song called Mother and Child Reunion. So let's see if I can pull that up. I may not play it because I don't know if I'm allowed to play it. But I just want Layla. Let's see who who made the song. Alright, so, Mother and Child Reunion, I was waiting for my 
computer to load. Well, my browser. It's a Paul Simon song called Mother and Child Reunion. And this song was released. Oh, let's see. Released in 1972. So 80s. There's also a couple other Mother and Child Reunion songs. They may be covers. Okay, anyway. So yeah, it's a little bit of a tidbit. Um, so every episode of Degrassi, The Next Generation is named after an 80s or 70s song. Um, Alright, so Layla, what did you think of the episode? I... We're going to guess talk about it in a pair. So the episode meaning part one and part two. Okay. So the first episode and the second episode... I thought it was kind of a random start to the season, even though, like, it makes sense on what's happening and it's still, like, something that still happens today. I felt like it should have been more into the school part of Degrassi Mm -hmm. rather than starting in the summer, Mm -hmm. but as the episodes lead on, it does lead into the summer. And it does lead into school, so it does make sense. And I was very um, surprised that the episode even went that way. Surprise. Okay. So you said that it starts out in the summer. Um, Yeah, so I think that was a good... For me, I thought it was cool that they started out in the summer. um, Because you're kind of... You don't get to meet the entire cast. You kind of get to see, like what they're doing like Emma and Manny they're hanging out during the summer you get to see her mom and I think they especially wanted to have that time away from jumping right into the school year because of the adult cast because um Spike Joey uh Judy I'm sorry Lucy and um Caitlin all these cast members all these characters were previously on uh, Degrassi High when they were teens so they kind of wanted to take that time to catch up um, the audience with how these characters are faring in their adult life in their 30s and now them having children who are going to be returning to Degrassi um, now when I was watching this this episode premiered in the US um, in 2002 so I was in the fourth grade I did not watch this particular episode when it premiered, but I did start watching Degrassi um, that year. So maybe a couple episodes in, that was my first episode of Degrassi. So I went back and watched this later on. But um, the... I forgot where I was going with that. (laughs) But um, yeah, so when this premiered, um, that I, I didn't realize that Joey and Caitlin and everyone had previously been on Degrassi. I didn't know the history of the show, um, especially it being a Canadian show. So this is my first introduction to them. And then I got to see, you know, some of my favorite characters being Manny and, and Emma. And we also are introduced to JT and Toby. Um, so what did you think of just the characters, Emma and Manny? Let's start off with them. I think Emma, she's... I don't want to say she's dumb, but she kind of just, like, went for something that I feel like she 
could have known better on the situation because like even though she was new to the internet like you shouldn't really ever trust some random person like that and the fact that she just went out and met them alone was like suspicious to me yeah but personality wise so how would you describe emma as a person like just what off of what you saw or last like hour with her what is her personality type is she high strung is she chill is she like reasonable like what what kind of adjectives would you use to describe emma right now in your view you said she's dumb of course yeah yeah i would say she's very i don't know attention seeking i guess she likes attention and she likes to be you know attached to people Mm -hmm. um and she seems like she's like a nice girl she seems like she's someone that most of the characters like like but i just didn't really think that she should have done what she did yeah yeah so in this situation she's not putting her as an introduction to her character she's not giving the best impression she seems to me i remember watching this um and now still rewatching it i feel like emma's super high strung she's all over the place very um snappy at her mom which i you know we come from a household where that's not tolerated so it's kind of like it throws you off to see someone talking to their mom in the way that emma has talked to spike and then um you know she's very like strong willed she kind of like doesn't if she has it in her head to do something um she's going to go for full force and you'll see this later on you know with emma and that how how that personality trait gets her into different issues but um how about manny what do you think of manny i think mandy was a great character and that she's very smart because even though they had the whole situation with Jordan, later on in the second episode, she suggested not to see Jordan because she felt that well, that wasn't the best idea. Mm-hmm. And as well as like... Just personality-wise, like how, what, what the vibe did you get off of Manny? I get very sweet, very just like supportive, even though she told her not to do something. And how about um, JT? What do you think about JT? Like, personality-wise, if he's, like... How would you describe JT if he was someone in your class? Who's JT? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. All right. It's fair. It's first episode. JT is the one who was What's with Emma and Manny when they were taking the boxes into the school. He falls, uh-huh. and he's, like, the one who um, did the handshake with Toby yeah, how what do you think about him so far? I think he's very chill, a very like nerdy, quirky type of kid. The the one that's like friend was just like pretty much everyone. Yeah, and then how about Toby? Toby, I love Toby even from like the first and second episode because like he really kept it real with Emma, and she was like don't meet up with some random dude on the internet even though they called it the net which i thought it was yeah yeah it's 2002 well you know what this actually aired in canada in 2001 so this is a long time ago layla was born in 2004 so this is you know the, the net we would call it um you know going on the internet like going on the web stuff like that really now it's just like the internet like it's just a place it's just an entity in itself but it wasn't that accessible 
to us back then. Um, it was very limited our time on it. So um, we'll talk about personal experiences with the net and talking to strangers later on in the episode. But let's just go right into the recap. We're going to go through the episode scene by scene and um, just describe what's going on and give some feedback. So, all right. So we have first scene here. We have Emma and Manny at the computer. Manny's wearing uh, this fedora, which another trivia uh, bit for uh, Layla here and for the listeners, I guess. This fedora is actually the same fedora that Joey um, wore in the... uh... Oh, we didn't talk about Craig. Did we meet Craig? No, 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 we didn't meet Craig. No. All right, so... Um, this is the same fedora that Joey wore when he was on Degrassi as a younger kid. And this fedora is seen on a couple of heads this, this episode. It goes from Manny to, uh, JT to a couple of other people. So they're sitting here discussing Jordan. We see Emma getting an email, uh, from Jordan and just telling her about, like, his time at camp and he ends the uh email here with love you jordan so what do you think about someone saying love you jordan to uh to Emma? how do you how do you feel about that and think, she like gushes she's like yeah i thought love that was jordan like, i thought that was very like creepy and just like weird because like they don't know each other in real life so it's like really weird to just like say you love someone especially because like she's a little kid and he's an adult well we don't know this at this point that he's an adult so you know they're online they're talking she she thinks he's 16 and emma at this age she's going into her um i think the grassy they don't start in ninth grade so i think you were 12 or something yeah they're 12 so she's going into the seventh grade um, and she's speaking to this guy who said he says he's 16, which is still a, a bit of an age yeah, gap. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, so, Layla, you're 15. Would you talk to some guy who's 12? No, no. that's very weird. Right, and I think it's the, the roles I guess are a little like bit... she thought, you know, because she's older and like, smarter and everything like that. But even, like, by the picture that was shown later on the episode, he didn't even look like he would 16 in that episode. That, that picture, right? Yeah. Yeah, so there are um, just a number of signs that you kind of you, you kind of think that, like... I, watching this it doesn't strike me as alarming that she's talking to some guy on the internet and they're you know emailing back and forth and they're flirting and things like that but um what kind of jumps out at me is the love thing because like most kids won't say that to each other at that age like you're kind of scared to even say oh i like you you know what i mean or i like like you i have a crush on you but like saying the l word is a huge thing for a 12 year old um so they're gushing over this jordan character spike emma's mom comes in and there she wants to look at uh she's looking at their um reunion website degrassi reunion website so we learn that spike is going to 
her 10 year high school reunion where she's going to see a bunch of her old classmates um, that were previously on Degrassi High. And um, Emma and Manny are thinking this is dorky and they're laughing and they're, you know, looking at old pictures of her mom. Um, and they see Caitlin uh, with a picture of her and she wants Caitlin to autograph this photo. And Caitlin um, is another, you know, classmate of Spike's who is probably going to show up at that, at this reunion tonight. So, um, they're leaving and uh, we see Emma checking her computer as she's walking out and she's looking back and bing we get an email from jordan how are you feeling at this point um i thought like in my head i was like if she opens that message and it's like something weird like another i love you or like i miss you or something like that i would just be like weirded out by it i guess even though like they had been talking for a long time yeah so I would, like in my head I was like don't open that message don't, don't do it, it. Right? yeah yeah so all right so we're going through here and then the next scene we see is this iconic Degrassi logo on the butt of this girl <laughs> it's great Alright, so the next scene we have is uh, Manny, Emma, JT, who's now wearing the fedora, and Spike taking boxes up into Degrassi. Uh, JT is struggling here, and now we get to see the school for the first time, and it's empty. So they're preparing to to start the school year, and um, this really weird moment happens that just cracks me up inside. I never noticed this as a kid, but like, as soon as they walk in the door, you see Emma uh, talking about this email that she got from from Jordan, and she closes her eyes and recites it from memory. Did you catch that? I did, and I thought that was very strange. Like, the fact that she memorized a whole email and restated it, and... I mean, who take the time out to really, like, remember something like that? Right. Um, I thought it was just very strange. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. Like, she was, like, really into it. Um, you know, you're she's actively taking boxes in, hanging out with her best friend. And she kind of, like, takes herself out of this moment of, like, getting started with school and everything else. And, like, really taps into this email that she, you know committed to memory and she's all in her feelings like way 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 in there so um yeah Emma is sprung right now she's really she's really she's in her feels and she uh she really wants this Jordan thing to happen um and Manny and everyone else is kind of like yeah well school's starting whatever so you know he's cute he's nice you hold your whole thing is cute but uh we got some boxes to deal with so they're having um yeah he's talking about this wildlife life refuge thing um and emma's like really enamored with him and like emma is like i guess you're learning we're learning from this episode that emma is really into um 
conserving the wild and protecting animals and things like that. Those things really speak to Emma's heart. Um, and we get more like nostalgic flashbacks of like, you know, uh, the old, the old Degrassi. Now, this particular flashback, we were looking at Joey with this crazy hair with his band, the Zit Remedy. Um, and we get this cool transition into Zoe, Zoe, Joey, uh, here in present day, Jeremiah Motors. So he's selling cars. He's selling this really cute Beetle, Volkswagen Beetle to Lucy. Um, and just a tidbit, I mean, I love, I always wanted a Beetle. So I thought that was really cute. And we see his daughter, Angela, come through and another tidbit, I think Layla knows this, but for the for the listeners who may not know, Angela is actually um, Cassie Steele, who plays Manny, her real-life little sister. So it's cute to see her there. Um, how do you think Joey feels about selling cars? I don't know if you have a... You don't have an opinion on that? No. Alright. But I do have an opinion on like Emma's hair. Like I Emma's <laughs> hair? Yeah. <laughs> what about Emma's hair? I just think she looks like she's like a crackhead with oh her hair. Oh my god! Style. It's like very wild and just like it's like she just rushed it, just like put it in two knots and was like, Okay, we gotta go. Let's go to this. No, that was a look. Do you see her look? Okay, so Emma has this half up half down look let's describe it and it's a middle part there so she has her hair in two little buns with the um ends of her hair poking out and just to give you some fashion advice from this era that was a look that's a look that was a look that was definitely I a look. I want. definitely wore my hair like that in 2001. That's embarrassing. <laughs> I definitely did. May, I, it maybe not have been half up, half down, but those buns in particular, I've worn my hair like that. Uh, I don't think Lila's ever watched Lizzie McGuire, but that's very was a very Lizzie McGuire hairstyle as well. So, this scene uh, that comes up next is... Emma, JT, and Manny, they run past this new media immersion room. So it's a computer room. Um, and, you know, Emma gets this great idea. Well, JT kind of makes fun of her. He's like, what do you want to do? Like, message Jordan? Um, he makes fun of her. And before she's able to, like, give an answer, we see Toby, Mr. Raditz, she's a school principal, and I guess Toby's father come up from around the corner JT and Toby actually know each other so they run up and they do this like little handshake thing because they know each other from camp and um yeah so how are you feeling about this scene Leela I thought it was I don't even know I was really just caught up in like Emma and Jordan this pretty much whole episode yeah but I thought that Toby was like so little, like he's yeah. really short and everything, and yeah. he kind of looks like a girl. <laughs> he has the rosy cheeks, like a girl. Yeah, yeah. So that's cute. Um, so Emma runs into the computer room with Manny. We have JT and Toby standing watch, guard, so she can go ahead and message 
Jordan. Now, do you think that was a good... I, how do you feel about her decision to do this? I think the whole idea of just, like, continuously messaging him and, like, it's... I mean, you're... With your friend, you should really just, like, think about what's going on and not just be, like, boy crazy the whole time, I guess you could say. Yeah. But the fact that she, like, went just into a school and went into, like, the library just to message him is, like, an obsession. Yeah, it's a risky business. Like, you're... The school's not open. Those computers are covered in plastic. They're clearly untouched. And you are... You know, the principal's right around the corner. You're at risk of getting in trouble. Yeah. And you can't wait. They haven't been at the school for an hour yet. And she can't wait to get back home to send this email to Jordan or to read this email from Jordan. Yeah. Um, and we have Manny, you know, at her side, always supportive. JT thinks this is a joke, but it's not. He seems like he doesn't care if he gets in trouble or not. But Emma is, like, really gung-ho about this whole, this whole thing. So then we see uh, Caitlin Ryan. She's um, on the phone. She's making calls. She looks like she's pretty happy. She's showing up here at the grassy. Uh, Mr. Simpson, who also was a character on the original Degrassi, I guess I don't need to continuously say that, but they're reuniting, they're hugging, they're talking about the upcoming reunion. Um, she shows them a little headband. They're supposed to bring something that reminded them of, you know, their greatest memory of Degrassi. So they're chatting. We see the reappearance of Joey, Jeremiah's nice little fedora here. And, um, yeah. So Joey and Angela and Lucy show up to Degrassi as well. And um, everyone's just getting reacquainted and, you know... Uh, preparing for tonight, Joey sees Caitlin walk by. This moment is intense. What did you think of this, Leela? I thought, I was like, thinking in my head, are they like going to have like some type of romance later in like the season? Or is she just like thinking she looks nice now now that she's all like grown up? I didn't really understand it, but I thought it was like cute. It was cute, and there was a look there that Caitlyn gave Joey, like, surprise, and then concern, and then, like, you felt, like, you can see in that moment, you know, the camera angle said it, the way they zoomed in their faces said it, everything said, there's history here, there's some type of romantic connection here, um, like Layla said, either later on down the line, in my view, I think something happened previously, between them and they haven't really saw each other or talked it out since so there's a lot of like build up and tension there um coming and you know reunions bring a lot of that stuff my senior reunion is coming up i think next year um i know i know i graduated high school in 2010 so next year i'll be it'll be 10 years since i've been in high school and um yeah i mean i'm pretty sure there's people i've had I can, you know, think about two or three people I may have that little, eh, that moment with. Maybe not as deep as, you know, Joey and Caitlyn. But, yeah, you haven't seen these people in a long time. It's going to bring back some feelings. It looks like Caitlyn has had a successful career, has moved out of town, you know, and a lot of people are coming from different places. 
So we get that moment. We'll see what that pans out to be later on. And then um, we're back with, you know, homegirl over here <laughs> in the computer room, breaking breaking the rules. So we have Manny and Emma looking for, looking at this email from, from Jordan. And um, we find out that Jordan is coming to town, not next week. Not in a month, but tomorrow. Tomorrow. Who just? Who just? And she's excited about this. Emma is excited no, about. No, the thing that like really confused me is how did Jordan even know where Emma lives? Well, I assume that she told him that you know yeah. she's in Toronto or wherever, wherever yeah. the grassy's located. So. If he knows that she's still on summer break, because he's clearly on summer break too. Um, no, but they, like, they said they're meeting because, like, they had a school trip, but, like, like, Toby said later on in the episode, like, or not Toby, TJ said later. JT? Yeah, JT said, like, um, aren't they. It's summertime. Why are they having a school trip? Now right, it's like that doesn't match up. Like, right, right, there's right. something wrong there. Right, the logic is out. The, the, the common sense is out of the window. Like Emma, her head is in the clouds, and JT is right here on the ground with the rest of us, saying, "Who is in school?" I guess this is you know, maybe July. Let's say Degrassi starts up in August. Who's in school right now? And why are they on a trip exactly. in the summertime? Yeah. I get if she said like it was like a summer trip, like or something like that, like with a camp. But she said it was a school trip. A school trip, right? So there are huge holes in everything that Jordan is saying, but it doesn't matter to little Emma over here because she is pumped. So tomorrow she's like, we're gonna see Jordan coming here, and she looks like she is planning to see him. So. We have uh, scene changes, and we have Joey and Caitlin chatting about the um, Caitlin's new fiance, this guy named Keith. Uh, he's coming in from LA, and um, he's in show business. She's in show business. You know, it seems like she's having a good life. And again, more awkwardness between her and Joey. And um, yeah, so they're just you know catching up about the reunion and all this good stuff and Joey is saying yeah he's not going so Caitlin invites him out for drinks Joey seems like he's not down for it so more of this weird awkward tension between the adults how do you feel about just the adult scenes in general were you invested in them or like I kind of just look past them I mean like during this scene I kind of like really was like why is she looking at him like that like so deep into his eyes and everything yeah. it was very awkward but i was still caught up on emma and what was going on yeah so these scenes again there's a lot of tension there and i think we'll have to maybe one day go back and check out what the deal was between caitlin and joey um to really get the full grasp of why she's look. they're looking at each other like this you know um, he doesn't seem like he wants to hang with her. 
Um, he doesn't want to come out for drinks. He's being a, a, a buzzkill. Like, he's just being lame. He doesn't want to go to a reunion. Like, clearly these people want to hang out with you, Joey. You're, you know, in town. You're selling cars. You're a part of the community. Come out to the, you know, reunion. So only the one time you're going to have a senior high school reunion. Just come out and hang out with everybody. So he's being a, a sourpuss about it. Um, and then we're back outside of Degrassi, looks like. And uh, Manny and Emma are on a tire swing. When's the last time you went on a tire swing, Layla? Never been on a tire swing. Wow. <laughs> I Last time I went on a tire swing was somewhere in New Jersey, and I was a kid. Oh, they have those popsicles. I love those popsicles. <laughs> I was a kid, and um, I spun around on a tire swing a good bit, and then I went to Pizza Hut afterwards, and then... Um, Let's just say my stomach was still spinning and I really couldn't eat my food. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so here on the tire swing, we learn that yeah. Emma wants to see... Oh, Emma is telling JT and Toby that Jordan is coming here on a school trip. And that's when JT says he's on a school trip. Who's still in school right now? It's summertime. Yep. Um, Emma's rationalizing for him. You know, Manny is, uh, she has her back with this. And um, it looks like Emma feels like she really wants to go ahead and meet up with Jordan. Yeah. Uh, so we, we the next scene, we get, we're back at Emma's house now. Caitlin's over there with Spike in Emma's room on the computer. Back on this Degrassi reunion website. And uh, we see that Caitlin is wearing a ring. And, you know. That goes to Emma, busting into the room. Kayla's wearing a ring. They're talking about her uh, fiance and then Joey and everything. And as Lila said, Emma comes in the room with a Snapple and a snack. And the first thing that Emma says to her mom is something like, What are you doing on my computer? Yeah, like, she busts in, like, what are you, Why are you on my computer? Like, you know. You're on that stupid reunion site again. Just completely disrespectful to her mom and a guest that's in her house and everything. Just Emma just bust in with an attitude. And I think that this is a symptom of being love struck and love sick and just crazy in love. Not to quote Beyonce, but yeah, like you're just, we don't know. Is this Emma's personality because she's so hung up on Jordan or is this Emma's personality because... She's just a jerk, you know? Who knows? Um, yeah, so she busts in the room. Her mom, uh, you know, says, hey, we have a guest here. It's Caitlyn. And she's like, oh, my God, Caitlyn Ryan of Ryan's Planet. Her birthday's March 2nd, 1972. Blah, blah, blah. You're a Pisces. Blah. I'm a Pisces, so I remember that especially because <laughs> who doesn't love a Pisces? Um, yeah, so clearly Emma's a big fan of... Caitlin, who's her mom's good friend. So, I don't know how you feel about this whole scene here. Um, that part where she just busted in the room, it was like so unnecessary. And like, I would never do anything like that. Just be like, what are you doing? Like, that makes it even like more suspicious on what's going on. And it was just, I don't know. I was like, why would she do that? Especially around a guest. 
Yeah, no respect. Just like, no respect at all. Um, and her mom peeps game. She's not even like, her mom's not even like, you know, oh, Emma, why are you being like that? She's like, listen, I know that, you know, she's like, are you hacking? Oh, Emma was like, are you hacking into my email? And Spike gives this great line. She's like, I can't hack my way out of a paper bag, but I know when my daughter is interested in a boy, you know, she sees right through it. So she's like, oh, you're going to message your boyfriend and Emma, out of the blue, was like, Mom, not having sex. Like, what kind of response is that Emma was so giving weird. to her mom? Yeah, it's, like... That was, like... I was, like, what What was that for? And, like, she's, like, 12. Like, I get, like, you know what it is, but, like, out of the random, like, we're, we're not having sex. Like, no, you're just online talking to a guy. Like, I understand what you're doing. Um... Yeah, so Emma is just blurting out all types of stuff because she's really defensive right now. Because JT and Toby were on her case about, you know, meeting with Jordan. So she's just, she's high strung, you know? And then, uh, so Caitlyn and Spike leave the room. Manny's in there painting her toenails, hanging out. And uh, Emma is going on this whole monologue about how much more mature Jordan is than all the other guys she knows and how he's a great boyfriend and Manny's like, well, you've never had a boyfriend before, so you really have anyone to compare him to. Um, yeah, so she's she's in, you know, on cloud nine right now. Yeah, so scene changes, and we are at the, um, where are we at? We're at the bar. I hate this And we scene. meet, <laughs> we meet, uh, Keith, who is Caitlyn's fiance. And lo and behold, uh, Joey showed up to the bar, too. So this guy, Keith, is, like, this dark-haired guy who, who wears, like, shades indoors like very like p diddy dorky like overly important for no reason type of guy he has like a phone that's glued to his ear the whole time when everyone's trying to bond and catch up he's just like so disengaged you know that this scene just made me so mad and then like later on in the scene like he said like um, do you know that, like, crying over, like, your dead wife or something won't make her come back? And, like... Oh, God. Yeah, she said that. And I, like, literally just wanted to, like, throw to the remote at the TV. Like, I was so mad over it. Like, that's extremely disrespectful to say to someone. Yeah, he's a jerk. He's, like, top-notch jerk. So, I didn't... I didn't even catch that. Good. That's a good catch, Layla, but... Um, so they're hanging out at the bar, this guy's being a jerk, and on the TV pops up Joey, Jeremiah Murder, uh, Murders, Motors, Best Deal. He is, his car salesman commercial pops up on the TV, and he is just a cheesy green screen mess. He's wearing a red polo, he's high intensity, like ripping his shirt off oh my god that shirt rip hilarious caitlin's cracking up spike's cracking up mr simpson's laughing everybody's having a good time you know and they're all in good spirits and um 
Joey's not trying to like make a big deal out of it. He's like, haha, yeah, whatever. It's my business. But Keith over there has some words of advice. Like, next time let's hire a, an actual actor. Like, just, you know, you don't even know me, dude. Like, you know. Yeah, they just met. He's already being a jerk to him. Like, what's the point of that? I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. Poor Joey. Poor Joey in the scene. I felt for him. Um, yeah, Keith won't get off the phone. And, um, yeah, so they're going into, also we learn, uh, in this episode, like Layla said, uh, Joey's wife, uh, she passed away. So he is with, he's making money, he's a single dad, he is raising Angela on his own, um, he's been through a lot, and, um, he and Caitlin have a heart to heart about, you know, things changing, and, uh, he exits from the bar. He goes, exits from the table, goes to the bar and takes some shots with Mr. Simpson who comes over to find him because he knows that, you know, he's upset. And Joey's like ready to call a cab. He's ready to go. He's ready just to be done with this whole situation. Yep. What do you think oh, about Oh, he says it. I thought, um, Keith said it. Oh, Mr. Simpson said yeah. it. Yeah. About okay. crying over her. His dead wife. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Joey doesn't want to feel worse. He feels like, you know, he doesn't want to go to this stupid reunion. His fiance is there. Um, sorry. Caitlin's fiance is there. And, you know, he's sick and tired of everyone trying to to save him and try to, you know, help him out and, you know, get him out of a rut. He's just tired of the whole thing. He's feeling embarrassed. It looks like he's just generally embarrassed about what's happening in his life. He's angry. He's pretty angry. So, I don't know what will happen in Joey's life, but it looks like he has the right to have an attitude, I guess, you know? Yeah. So, we have, um... The next scene, Emma's sleeping in bed. We're back at Emma's house. And uh, her mom comes in with Caitlin and Lucy. And they're pretty, looks like they're, they're pretty tipsy, you know. Pretty tipsy. They're singing Zip Ribbony song, uh, which is jo- Joey's high school band. They're singing a song and uh, just having a good time. Emma's creeping down the stairs. And what do you think? Emma's going to do this in this situation. I didn't know what was going to happen. You know what was going to happen, yeah. So, um, Emma's just, she perches up on the stairs and, you know, just kind of observes her mom and her mom's friends hanging out. Caitlin comes up and sits next to her and, um, you know, she has, has a question to ask Caitlin. And of course, this question is going to be about her boyfriend, Jordan. So, um, yeah, Caitlin gives her some advice. What do you think about this advice she gives Emma? I think it was the worst advice she could possibly give her just because, like, she basically said, do what she want to do if, like, your friends don't support it. Still do what she want to do. And she ends up going, meeting Jordan. Don't. Wait, wait, wait. So we're not going to go to that part yet. So 
Emma is like, hey, I have an issue. Um, my friends don't want me to be with this guy. And, you know, I want to be with this guy. And like you said, Caitlin's giving her all the... The worst ideas. All the worst ideas. And it's different hearing from like someone like Manny saying, oh yeah, God, go see him. It's cool. But then Caitlin, somebody you look up to, someone you memorize their birthday, you know what I mean? You know all about them. They're giving you the go ahead. Of course she's going to do what Caitlin said. So that's where we're at right now with Miss Emma. Caitlin gives her her blessing and, you know... She's back up to, um, she goes back upstairs to confirm with Jordan that she will be meeting him tomorrow. And she just said, like, you gotta go for it. I was like, okay, you're really gonna meet up with this dude. Yeah, yeah. So this is the end of part one. They hit us with the to be continued, but we're gonna jump right into part two and let's see i'm gonna go ahead to part two and this is where all of the action pops off part two so we have Okay, so we're on part two of this mother and child reunion episode. Right at the top, we see um, Spike on a nice red dress getting ready to head out to the reunion. Uh, Emma's chilling there with her fedora on and um, helping her mom, you know, get ready to go out the door, hands her purse and everything. When we're at the grassy, we see all the adults filing in and we see Caitlin and Keith hanging out there in the front lobby um they're talking about making speeches and stuff like that and then <sighs> Keith has to make a call or something so he walks away and um Caitlin's doing a tour of Degrassi by herself and everything and bumps into Mr. Joey Jeremiah they make eye contact from across the way very high schooly <laughs> she waves and then we're back with Emma at Emma's house on the phone with Manny and um she told her mom also yeah she told her mom she's gonna be hanging out with Manny tonight uh not really doing anything but watching tv so her mom leaves and now she's on the phone with Manny saying she needs to watch this wildlife refuge documentary or whatever and do some research on it and whatever for tomorrow for Jordan and Manny offers her to help her she's like no you know I got it you know blah blah and um, hangs up so she lied yep straight up lied to one of her best friends and I I was thinking like why would you lie like to her even though like you already said like oh I want to meet him and everything like that and you already had the conversation about it and then you're gonna lie to her which is not just wasn't the best idea right and I think oh we think we forgot to mention also when she was chilling there with Manny 
she did say last episode, Manny said, well, maybe, you know, JT and Toby were right. Maybe yeah. we need to be careful. So now she knows that Manny is not completely supportive of her anymore. She's not going to risk not going. She's just going to be like, she's just going to go. She's she's lying. Yep. You know, she's lying to both her mom, her best friend. And um, she seems like she is getting everything ordered to see Jordan. And we're back with Caitlyn and Joey at the reunion. And uh, Caitlyn and Joey are walking in the hall. And they're talking about how, you know, they want to be friends again. And they're trying to piece up whatever this tension is. And uh, this chick named Allison pops up. And she's all super hype or whatever in her pink dress. And, um... You know, she's complimenting Joey on how sexy he looks and ripping off his shirt in his commercial. Just all types of weirdness. Yeah. And uh, Joey's like into it. He's laughing or whatever. She offers to buy him a drink. And, um, you know, she's flirting, kind of pulls him away from Caitlyn. They don't get to finish up this much needed conversation they have to have. So that's kind of left up in the air. And we are. At one of the most intense scenes, we see Emma done all the way up, getting out of a cab, and uh, looks like she's walking out to a hotel lobby. This part kind of confused me. Like, you just see, like, some random little kid just, like, walk up in a hotel lobby out of a cab, and you're going to say nothing? Nobody did it. It's like Trump on, uh... Um, Home Alone 2, just, you know, Macaulay Culkin's just walking right past and no one's making a scene, no one's asking any questions. And she's out here with her purplish blue eyeliner on. She's ready to meet her boo. Like, you know, she calls up to the room and says that she's here. And uh, Manny shows up. Next scene, we see Manny, JT, and Toby at Toby's house. And uh, Manny's like, boys, I've got a bad feeling. I went by Emma's house. She's not there. I mean, this scene. Her friends are on it. Yeah, her friends are like, something's wrong, you know. And like, she was like, gotta do something. Yeah, it's that best friend intuition for you. You're close to somebody. You can feel something's not right. No one is lying to you. Manny did her research. She was like, mm, this doesn't sound right. So let me just check up on this girl. Like, and she's not there. And, uh, That's some good friends. Right. There's That's a good homies right there. You know? And um, she's like, Manny's like, I, I, she said there was a wildlife refuge show on. I checked. It's not on. So homegirl is, you know... Not home. Oh, bro. <laughs> yeah, she's she, not. She's not telling the truth here. And um, Toby and JT, they're they're leaning in. They're like the trio. They're in on it. Like we have to figure out. Clearly, she went to go see Jordan. We gotta figure out what she's doing. And um, this is one of my favorite scenes because JT was like, "Emma's smart. She makes straight A's." And was it JT who said that? Mm-hmm. Let me go back. Yeah, I think so. Like she makes straight A's, and they're like, that doesn't mean anything. Exactly. And it doesn't. Like it doesn't. Just because someone's book smart. Does not mean they're, they're street smart. Exactly. I guess you could say. Like, anyone could be a straight A student. And I think these 
these people especially get away with um i get away with but they get themselves in more trouble because their parents you know think that they're mature they can make good decisions and they end up in bad spots you know what i mean i was a smart kid i did dumb stuff you know i was book smart i got good grades but i did dumb things that i probably shouldn't have done and em is one of those kids where like she looks like on paper and the way she holds herself and carries herself that she has it all together um but even the smart people i think that makes her feel like she is more aware of you know getting um take being taken advantage of she feels like she's above that because she is so smart and so responsible have you ever felt like that um i haven't personally but i did have a friend that was like a straight a student super book smart and she wanted to be in a relationship with this guy and luckily she like knew who the guy was because like they saw her at work and everything so they had conversations but I was kind of icky about it because the age gap, I think... What was the age gap? I think she was 14, I think, at the time. I mean, yeah, 14, and he was, like, 17, 18. I mean, mm. not that big of an age gap, it's, but it was kind of... He's pushing adulthood. Yeah. She's in high school, yeah, so yeah, it's, so I it's thought sketchy. it was very weird, and I didn't support it, and she got mad at me, but there was nothing I could do about that. Yeah. You're being a true friend. You're being a true... true G. So, uh, we get, um, we see Toby and JT talking about, you know, we can't call her, we can't read her email. So, you know, we're trying to figure out how to find this girl. And then we go back to Degrassi and, uh, we see Keith and Allison getting cozy in the hallway in the cut back somewhere or whatever, talking about how... He's about to, uh, Keith is telling Allison how he's about to hit it big in L.A. And, um, you know, how Kaylin's career was going to have to take a back seat and everything. And it's just, he's feeling like, you know, he doesn't really feel like he wants to be married. And Allison is like, you know, oh, you need an artist. You need to be free. You need to... She's flirting with him. They're touching or whatever, and he looks like he's not trying to really be with Caitlyn. Joey overhears this because he's walking in the hallway by himself. So, we'll see what happens with that. But we're back to the hotel, and Emma's sitting by herself, and some guy approaches with a Little Caesars pizza. I know it's Little Caesars. Yeah, it's just, it's just pizza, pizza. I think it's Little Caesars. I could be wrong. It's Canadian, so it has a little has a little uh, maple leaf there and a logo. I don't know. We'll find out. This is. I feel like Little Caesars has that pizza, pizza yeah. tagline. It may be Little Caesars. It's two thousand one. It could be something else. So, um, yeah. So this guy walks up and he's like, he sees Emma sitting alone. And he's like, oh. Are, one of my students is supposed to be meeting a girl here. Are you Are you Emma? And Emma's hype. Like, she's like, yeah, my God. I'm meeting Jordan. And this guy says he's Jordan's teacher. So off the jump, I knew that this is the pedo. That this is Jordan. This is the guy who, uh, who Emma's been talking to. Did you repeat that? I did. Like, quick second, I, I thought... 
you know, that's Jordan and something bad about to happen. And, like, he's like, oh, I'm like the student teacher, but like, where are all the students at? Right. Like, he, like he's just like, oh, it's just Jordan here, you know? Like, if it's a school trip, you're going to see, like, kids in the lobby, kids somewhere. Yeah, like, kids are going to be somewhere reckless. And I'm sorry, but you're on a school trip and you have one, looks like a medium pizza. Who are you feeding? <laughs> exactly. You are feeding, especially if you're if you're supposed to be feeding 16-year-old boys, they eat one pizza by themselves. Yeah. So who who is this little one pizza supposed to feed if you're I thought she would have like caught on by then like No, Emma is why I into going up to him and he's like, Well, you know, I can have him come down here and meet you but you know, they they're they're they need to eat dinner or something like that. So then he has her oh he's like, Oh, you can go up here and sign a petition that, you know, Jordan wanted you to sign. So he knows all the details of what's going on here yeah and uh or emma's you know interest and stuff like that in their conversations with jordan like i was cool with the teacher back in the day but i wasn't giving teachers all of my intimate details about what me and my girlfriend talk about in the petition or whatever like they wouldn't have known all that me and my girlfriend saying you know if i was jordan like i wouldn't be giving all this information out so um we see it, we are back at Toby's house and they are checking, um, trying to get into Emma's email and they figure out the password. So they're in and they're reading and then we're going back into the hotel room and they're walking down. We see this creeper guy, Jordan's teacher, walking down with his oh little God. pizza and uh, gives Emma... <laughs> Gives him the key to go to the hotel room, and he does the creepiest thing ever. Looks around yeah. to see if anybody was watching. What the heck, dude? Now, like, as soon as he gets into the room, there's no Jordan. There's yeah. no kid. There's no nothing. Yeah. And she's like, oh, let me just, like, sit here. Let me just have a conversation Weird. with him. So, he, we get into the hotel room, and we see... A tripod is hanging in the back in the corner here. We have him, a suitcase, one suitcase on the bed, and no kids in sight. You're on a whole school trip. We don't hear any kids yelling in the hallway. Like, you've ever been in a, um, a hotel with a kids? bunch of teenage yes. boys? You're going to hear them as soon as you go off the elevator Just screaming, whatever. Yeah. Um, this is an old hotel, so I know I don't have like, you know, top notch insulation where you can't hear the next person next door. I highly doubt it. So he does this little corny thing where he knocks on the connecting hotel room like there's supposed to be some kids over here, like, Oh guys, come, the pizza's here. The pizza's here. There's one pizza. One small pizza. I can't get over the how small this pizza is. This pizza is like I don't even know. It's just it's so a, small. It's, it's a mod pizza. It's a yeah. personal pan pizza from Pizza Hut. So Emma sits down on the bed, um, and oh my god, no! He's like, yeah, we're, uh, yeah. He grabs a camcorder. He grabs this camera, and he um, says, "He's like, making- he's like, yeah." A journal, of a the video trip. journal of the trip. This so. part got me so mad and just like, 
you need to go, you need to run, you need to get out this hotel room. And she's like, oh, that's fine. Like, there's just random old dude, and you see no kids around, and there's a camera, and you're just okay with it? I am terrified for Emma at this point. Like, you, she doesn't know. She's 12. Like, she doesn't know what's going on, but she clearly feels unsafe. She's freaking out. He's trying to chat her up to him. Oh, I heard you like to hike and blah, blah. Emma is like, oh, I have to get my bag downstairs. So she's peeping that there is danger in this room. There is no kids. I don't hear anyone coming for pizza. This guy is sitting there smacking on the pizza in front of her face. Emma's like, oh, I gotta get my bag. What do you think about that? I thought that was a smart move. You know, you gotta get out. You gotta... But then, like... The bag was still there, and yeah. I was like, oh, she's not leaving. I just, like, I was very nervous for her, and I was like, I hope nothing happens. Oh, God, it's just and, stressful. Like I, like, I thought back to, like, the scene with her mom, when she was like, we're not having sex. Yeah. And I was like, if she ends up getting raped or something, I'm, it's just going to ruin the whole episode for it's me. It's too much. Like, yeah. first episode of this series, and we have a potential rape caught on camera type situation like he you know she's trying to get out he's like oh your bag's over here so he's right on her tail she jumps and gets into the bathroom and she closes the door and she kind of barricades herself in the bathroom good move yeah very smart good move try to create any separation from this creep that you can although you can't escape from a hotel bathroom there's no type of emergency anything like they maybe they should have like emergency something in the hotel bathroom yeah, so where you should. could a button or a panic button or something and you can't get out to the, get out like that into the front door to a lot of people yeah. yeah yeah people unfortunately are taking advantage of in hotel rooms often um so emma is in the bathroom and she asks the question of the hour you're jordan aren't you and uh, the scene switches, and we're back at this reunion. So we have uh, Mr. Radish on stage. He's introducing Caitlin to give a cool speech. And in the cut, we see um, Joey and uh, Keith getting into a little bit of an argument here. Because Joey is calling Keith to the carpet about how he um, is... Uh, um, trying to break up with Caitlyn, basically, you know, and he is, uh, Keith is like, oh, you're dropping on my business and blah, how uncool it is, so they're arguing, Kate's giving me a speech, and, um, yeah, it gets heated, they get into a fight, and, yeah, it got, it got pretty intense, it got pretty intense, Joey has a mean right hook, yo, he hit, he got a couple hits off him, that guy busts his nose up a little bit. Caitlin comes over. She's running. She's screaming or whatever, trying to figure out what's going on. And Joey is like, tell her. Tell her what you told Allison. He didn't want to be with you anyway. And Allison jumps in and is like, oh, who, who doesn't have doubts about getting married? She's so, like, blase about it. Like, yeah, this was nuts. Crazy. Crazy scene. Yeah. Yes. The drama is... And with the adults, Kaylin is upset. She walks off. That's just, you know, I feel like you, you can't really have a good high school reunion without a good fight. Somebody needs to have unresolved issues. 
So I, I did expect some hands to be thrown. I was actually kind of surprised to see Joey and them fight. I thought they were going to argue, but I didn't think any punches were going to be thrown. And um, they're getting it in. So we're back to Creeper's house. And Emma is terrified. He saying, you know, you can leave. I'm a backup. You can, you know, I'll let you out of the bathroom. You can leave. You can stay if you want. He's trying to say, oh, you know, I'm not a weirdo. You know what I mean? He's saying, I couldn't really talk to you if you knew that I was this age. Right? Didn't he say something like that? Yeah. So, you know, um, back at the reunion, Caitlin's helping Joey patch up uh, his, you know, his, um, his bloody nose here, and Caitlyn reveals that she proposed to him. We're weirdo. I mean, never in my life would I propose to a guy. Ever. That's so weird. I didn't realize that happened. Yeah, yeah. She said, you know, she she asked him to marry her. That's well, what Joey kind of the guy to marry you? Yeah, yeah. And no guy, I mean, Caitlyn's gorgeous, she's successful, no guy's gonna say no, but also, like, he wasn't, he wasn't really committed to her, um, and that sucks, you know what I mean, Caitlyn has success, and she wants to have a successful relationship, You're the and, <laughs> a culture, chaser, yeah, like, you know, she wants that, and, um, yeah, so, we're back to our trio, Manny, JT, and Toby at Toby's house, and they are looking for Emma's password. I previously said that he found it. He did not find it until just now. Trying to figure out his her mom's favorite rock band. Um, checking out shirts that her mom previously wore on the reunion site, and they got into the email. They find out where she is. So, Emma is back at the hotel. We're back at the hotel with Emma, and she is walking out. Oh, of the God. bathroom thinking she's scot free she heads for the door and the door is locked she's opening it and then boom creeper comes from around the corner slams it and says if you make any noise um you know i'm gonna he, tape your mouth she's gonna tape her tape her mouth terrifying terrifying this is like a horror film this is like it shook me because I feel like Emma's not going to make it out of the situation alive. Um, we are back with Toby and them again, and we're finding out that this guy got into Emma's email and it was mirroring back everything he said. She said to her friends, like the chicken run thing. He would go the next day and say something about loving Chicken Run. You know what Chicken Run is? No. It's a movie. It's pretty good. Um, animated claymation movie. And liking like fresh air. And he goes and talks about liking fresh air the next day in the email. Emma's like, oh, he can read my mind. He can't read your mind. He's reading your emails, girl. (coughs) Excuse me. What a creep, man. This guy, had he had put in the time to manipulate... And get Emma. Um, so back at the hotel, we see that he has a camera set up, and we get this creepy shot of Emma and his guy on the bed. So he's about to film what is going to be a rape. Yep. Um, 
I was so I was so nervous during this, this scene, and I was I just felt bad for Emma. Like I was like, what would I do in this situation if I right. was like there and they're just gonna record everything? Like it's traumatizing. It know? is traumatizing. Like what was he gonna? I don't know what he was planning to do. I'm glad we never get to find that out. But this guy is like, you know. He needs to be in jail. He needs to be locked up. Um, they find out that Emma is uh, the trio. I'm calling them the trio right now. They find out that uh, Emma is did meet this guy at a hotel. And they take off on foot to the grassy to tell her mom uh, what's going on. So they run in. They interrupt the reunion. They're all in, you know, they're frantic as anyone would be when they're you find out your friend is is in grave danger meeting up with some weird on the internet um spike calls the police and they take off to the hotel um emma's sitting on the bed she's shaking and this freaking guy is like breathing on her telling her she smells sweet like what a weirdo oh my god this is when i knew like I didn't, again, I didn't start Degrassi off with this episode, but had I, I don't know if I would have had the heart to continue watching because that is, this is something. Like, if you think about TV at this time, we weren't see, we, we didn't see a lot of this on TV. Kids being in a situation to be raped like this. Like, this was very creepy. He got really close to her, we smelling her hair. Just I would have punched him in his face. He's gross. He's absolutely gross. Jesus. And Emma's sitting there like frozen. This ball just frozen. I would be in shock too. I don't know what I would have done in this situation. But to be in complete shock and terror, I don't know. I don't know how she didn't scream. I know he threatened to tape her mouth up. It was just it's, it was a mess. So we see, finally, Spike and Mr. Simpson running down to the um, the hotel room that she's in. They find it. They're banging on the door. And, um, yeah. So, she says, Emma, are you in there? And she screams. And he covers her mouth. Emma bit his finger and did this, like, badass body roll off of the bed. <laughs> Open the door. And... Woo, she's out of there. She's out of there. Finally, Emma is out. And her mom is shocked. This guy comes up. Oh, it's a misunderstanding. What kind of misunderstanding? How do you say it's a misunderstanding when we're with a 12-year-old girl in a hotel room by yourself? So, like, yeah, like... That's not... A misunderstanding. That's being a pedophile. Clear as day. What's going on? So we see Mr. Simpson yo come up, put him on an, uh, in like a headlock, and then the police are coming and they're running down to arrest him. And flash forward to like a day or maybe later on in the night, we see the FBI or some guy comes in at Emma's house. He's taking the computer out of Emma's room. Walking downstairs saying that this guy was a repeat offender. He had, They have been trying to catch him. And he will be prosecuted. He will be in prison. Um, and he gave Spike some advice. Next time, keep the computer downstairs. Not in her room. 
So Spike goes up back to the room and talks to Emma. And Emma is, you know, snippy again. The return of snippy Emma. Because Spike is like, how could you do something so incredibly stupid? And Emma's like, what? It's no big deal. Like, I didn't know. Like, Yeah, and she's like, haven't you done stupid things too? Like, that's not an excuse. Yeah, like, she just, for some reason, I felt like Emma was going to have an apology. apology. Maybe she was going to have a better outlook on what just happened to her. But for her to jump in and be defensive, I guess it's an age thing. Being 12, you really... Your brain is not fully developed. Prefrontal cortex is very, very, you know, undeveloped at this time. You're not able to have rational thought. And it's very clear you can be book smart, but you can't rationalize and make good decisions that are wise. And Emma, um, not deciding to do that and then deciding to kind of be a jerk to her mom if her mom saved her life. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it was good. And she kind of breaks down in tears and they embrace and they hug. And they are reunited. Um, and Emma cries. And I think you can see in her face at this final scene that it kind of sank in. That, you know, somebody cares about her. She put herself in danger. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Um, I really don't even have one. Like it's just like so. What is so much going on? Yeah, episodes like had so much climax and everything like that. And I mean, I like the plot of the episode, how everything like went along with each other. But I need an award to be given to. You know, the people who really cracked the case. Yeah, the trio. Why why doesn't Manny, JT, and Toby get their stripes? Why don't we have them, you know, coming over and knocking some sense into Emma's head? You know, why are they getting an award at the police station for doing some real investigative work? And then traveling on foot to make sure the information was, you know, I mean... Clearly not having cell phones in 2001 is a big problem. They had to run and, you know, deliver messages on foot. They had to do all this stuff. Like, they couldn't just call her mom and say, hey, she's at the hotel. Call the police. Yeah, no. That would have just been, like, simple, easy. They had to go into her computer and hack it. was a lot. They did a lot to be 12-year-olds. Yeah. A lot. Even, like, my friend now would never think, like, oh, let's see. Let's check her Instagram. Let's check her Snap. Let's try to check something and see where she is. And try to find the secret answer to the clues and stuff. Like, that's a lot. They really put in some work there. We're proud of you, Manny, JT, and Toby. You don't get your um, you don't get your congratulations, I think, in this season, but you deserved it. So, yeah, that's Degrassi: uh, The Next Generation, the first two episodes, part one and part two, um, of a potential abduction, potential rape, just overall the OG catfish, like what the quintessential. Oh my god, you're talking to somebody on the internet? They're probably some 40-year-old creepy guy. Like, that's exactly who Miss Emma Nelson ran into. The quintessential creepy internet pervert. And she made it out alive. And we're happy for her. 
Um, and we can't wait to see. I know what her, her future is, but Layla doesn't know too much. Layla has watched some of season four, so, um, you know, she may have just a clue, a glimpse into Emma's future, but there's a lot between season one and season four that Layla didn't get to see, and then more beyond that. So we're excited to jump into this together. Um, thoughts on Catfish? Have you ever been Catfish, Layla? Never been Catfish. Have you ever talked to anybody on the internet who turned out wasn't a teenager no thank goodness thank goodness it happened to a lot of people and i know people who experienced it and i'm just like wow yeah yeah you can't trust anybody like if i ever i have internet friends and everything like that but i'll be like we need to facetime we need to like have some type of communication yeah where so, i know where you look like i know what you sound like I, right like i'm not just gonna be like oh you're 15 okay i'm 15 cool mm-hmm. let's link like it doesn't work like that uh-huh you know? so you have a luxury that many of us did not have back in the day i have talked to a many of guys online and people online who are not who they said they were and it was just so easy to be fooled online back then. Like, I would get on AOL kids chats or whatever. Because if you are using AOL internet, you only have access to certain sites. Like, you can't, you don't have access to the World Wide Web. You have yeah. access to certain select websites on this CD-ROM with, you know, internet access, dial-up internet access for 30 minutes. That's crazy. So you had 30 minute time to jump on a kids chat and you're just assuming everybody in the kids chat is a kid. And we would do this thing called ASL. So you're talking to somebody, you'll type ASL, which means age, sex, location. And they'll say, you know, 12, female, New Jersey. And we just took their word for it. And we'll talk or whatever. And there have been times where people said they were 16 years old and I was 16 and they were actually like, 30 like when myspace came around and people started posting oh, pictures God, of them of themselves but people could post pictures of like anybody you know yeah. you never know you didn't think people really lied like that and we didn't have like two-factor authentic- authentication that we have today like there was no confirming with your phone number confirming with your you know posting a picture all this stuff now that we have is because we didn't have that before back in the day um you know, I remember being in middle school around an episode around this time the episode came out, and the head of our middle school hacked into all of our um, AOL accounts and pulled out all of our AOL password, uh, all of our AOL usernames, and read them out loud in front of everybody, and told us that we are not allowed to use. That. I went to a private school. But we were not allowed to be on AIM, basically, because of the dangers of the internet. And they had to sit in, like, a whole, uh, you know, assembly, and they people came in and talked about all the horror stories of people being murdered and raped on the internet. So, um, they had us monitored. They had our, our usernames monitored. I don't think that this was legal at the time, but, yeah, they were really instilling in us that this catfish thing was really really serious so there have been times when you know guys i talked to i found that they were much older and they were preying on me as a young kid i, I never met up with anybody like emma did but I had the potential to have this exact situation happen had i been one of those kids who wanted to meet up with these people online there were just so there's a lot of predators out there now 
but they were a lot back then too. The game has just changed, you know, because we have new apps, new way of talking to each other, stuff like that. Um, but this has been going on for a long time. People have been raping people's kids and luring kids in for a really long time. So, to end on a high note, <laughs> that was that. You know, that's that's a downer. But that's what the grassy is like. It they get to the real. There's some lighthearted moments. There's some you know things that happen. But you know, all in all, it's a really very very real show. And I was highly obsessed with it as a kid. Um, Layla, are you enjoying Degrassi so far? I am enjoying Degrassi. I think it's very... has a lot of drama, which I'm icky about. You know, I don't really like drama, Mm -hmm. the type of shows. But it is something I can still relate to, which I find kind of crazy. Yeah. Because you watched it as a kid, and now I'm watching it. And things are still the same. Still relatable. You can turn this episode on. This episode is almost 20 years old, which is crazy, because this came out in 2001. So a couple years, this will, be t- this will be 20 years old, and two years, it still hits home, like, to this day. To this day! <laughs> we still have issues with kids, you know, people, kids, other adults being catfish and lord of the internet. We have a whole other show we like to watch called 90 Day Fiance. We have adults being lied to and lured places on the internet by people, by strangers, you know, and their money being taken, things like that. So the internet's a scary place. The grassy's trying to warn us. And um, all in all, we love this show and I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Any closing words from you, Layla? No. Alright, well, this is a dot and uh, whatever it takes.